Oh, finally, my voice is back. Oh my god, that took about <clears throat> two and a half hours or so. Uh, welcome to the AA show, another alcoholic show for April 4th. April already for 2018. How's it going, everybody? My name is BK. Uh, my, my, my voice was really gone. I thought I was having bronchitis or something. Uh, I don't know what happened, but the, the, it's there's been a lot of drinking that happened. I don't remember half the long weekend, I'll be honest. I got cut off from alcohol, and then I got kicked out of a club. Uh, it was a pretty wild, long weekend, long Easter weekend, so I hope you had a good family time and all that. I had a couple of visitors from New York City over here in the good old Midwest. Um was a good time to catch up and all that and then got to finally watch the uh, one of the March Madness games of the Mihigan. Um I I didn't fill out the bracket. You probably heard, heard this a couple of weeks ago or last week when I <laughs> kind of announced my retirement as a fantasy sports player. And then the you know the the, the, the whole marriage I forgot to fill out the bracket because life is so busy, so on and so forth. And then um I really haven't had time to watch the uh game so much either. So when the friends came, and then they said, let's go watch the Michigan game, man. Uh, it was a Final Four against Loyola. I I guess the old sports fan of me started coming back. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then, like, start getting raging left and right. Really watched the game closely uh, instead of just enjoying it, sitting back. I don't, I mean, it was a little better since I was not in the bracket mode at all. You know, if you're in a bracket mode, you're even more stressed out about your picks, even when the money's not on the line, out of the ego, and then just getting the medal out of the Yahoo League or some shit. So, uh, it was good, but then I really haven't fell through the emotions of sports so much. And then 10 minutes ago in the second half, when Michigan was, what, down 10 or so, when Loyola was on the run. I was like, let's just go home. I, I don't want to subject myself to this pain, suffering, and all that. And I, they won, which was great. But then uh, I really don't didn't want to watch the finals. I did not watch the finals, not because I wanted to, because I do like I couldn't take watching it. And then also, uh, Villanova Wildcats, who won the game last night, uh, the April second. Uh, they're a really good team, and then Michigan really wasn't a hot streak, a hot team coming in, wasn't even ranked in January, and all of a sudden riding, started riding hot, uh, got lucky in the second round against Houston on a buzzer beater, similar to five years ago when Trey Burke drained that three against Kansas and then got all the way, I'm still mad about that 2013 finals, I haven't recorded and I know Nova was such a good team. They dropped like what 18 three pointers Saturday night after the Michigan game. I immediately knew when I heard that. I said, "This is over. Nova's way too good. Nova's way, way too good." And then they won their second title in three years. There's a part of me that said, "Nova, why do you need another title right now? I know you never won, so you know this is your glory time and all that. It's a good basketball school. Jay Wright, great head coach." But I'm like, "God dang, you're just, you're draining threes left and right like that." And to be honest, the way they're dropping threes, it reminds me of sort of the Golden State Warriors of the college basketball, you know? So it's kind of cool, but I, I know that it's, it would be very difficult for Michigan to come back, you know, especially in a very tough Big Ten conference, you know, with the usual big dogs like the uh, Indiana, uh, Illinois, Illinois, Michigan State, especially Purdue, Indiana's on a bit of a down stretch. Ohio's, you know, state is down. But, you know, 
there, it's always gonna be a grind. You got Maryland too now. Nebraska is doing better for some reason, you know. And then ACC is always competitive. And these guys, I know Louisville's down under. Duke, Duke is a Duke. Kansas is a Kansas. Kentucky, Kentucky, always gonna get Calipari, gonna get talent. Blah blah blah. Just think, the Pac-12 sucks, but you know it will come up again. Gonzaga, who the hell knows? They might reload and go again. They've been really good. They're like sort of a Villanova of West. Um, so all that, just looking at that, and then the difficulty of seeing the tournaments, like it's very unlikely that the team would make the finals. I know some people are like, oh, they're still contenders, they're still contenders, and I'm like. I don't know, man. It's very hard. Unless you're at that Villanova level and be a consistent number one or top two team all year for like two, three years. This is a very difficult tournament to come back. And it, I mean, it's still amazing that I watched the Michigan basketball team make the two finals in five-year period, which is unbelievable because it, it really never happened since the Fat Five days whether we're like back-to-back in the 92 and 93, and I'm sure that even sucks more, you know, given that, hey, they got to the finals two in a row and didn't make it kind of like Butler. But, you know, it's not like this team had like full of you know, number one, number five, top five, like recruit class coming in, you know, and John Beeline did a great job, and this man's already 64 and then coached the team for 11 years, and I'm like, man, how much time more does he have left? And I'm worried about the succession plan and all that. And I still haven't seen my Michigan Wolverines in my life, at least ever since becoming a fan and an alumnus, them seeing them winning a national championship on the national television. You know, it hasn't happened with basketball, hasn't happened with football, hasn't happened with, you know, hockey, soccer. I mentioned that last week. So the Frozen Four continues, but it's against a really good Notre Dame team. And then Michigan's been a really hot streak, too, on the hockey-wise. Uh, so I'm like, ah, fingers crossed, you know, if they get past this number one team somehow in some way on Thursday, man, like, it'd be awesome, but I am not so hopeful and that I don't want to subject myself to that pay to get it again, so, anyways, that said, I can't believe I talk about sports for that long, I know it bores some people, but just, uh, just thinking about it, it's just like, wow, it's, 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 it's good and bad good and bad but um why why did i really want to talk about tonight uh i really didn't have a particular (laughs) particular topic i thought i did i thought i found some articles but man with the visitors i don't know how outdated some of these articles are so what the hell i'm just gonna ramble because it that has been like the thing lately um you know that's going on with the world, with the politics and stuff, stock, PK, what happened to your adulting episodes? Like, why are you not giving adulting advice? I, I don't have an adulting topic to think about, you know, other than, well, I guess uh, maybe there is an adulting with the human relationships and whatnot, but I don't think I'm in a good headspace right now to talk about that. Moving? Maybe, I don't know. I moved around so much that I lost track now. But what's your key in moving into another city or uh, all that shit? Um, uh, well, I don't know. Now I ask that question. I don't know how to answer that question. Well, I, I guess I have to think about that one. But I'll say that uh, do not be attached to anything. You must be willing to leave. Don't have children. Uh, don't have... <laughs> don't have... Uh, 
don't want to have a long-lasting girlfriend or something. It, you know, some some kind of really long attachment that you cannot abandon unless you're really willing to abandon. Uh, make sure your the next job is good enough, and then you make sure you're making a good enough money. I guess that's it. And then uh, don't have so much shit. And then the good news is that when I moved from Seattle to Detroit, I mentioned this in the moving, a surviving moving episode, probably. Uh, only two things got really built out of scratch uh, that we had to disassemble and put together, which was the bed and then the the leaning bookshelf that I had. Rest of the stuff was like just load it and go in the box, just carry it into the truck, whatever, so on and so forth. It went. Uh, so, yeah, there's a tip there. Uh, so, oh, also, what the hell happened? But uh, mentally, how about? How about mentally? How how do you how, how do you handle moving and stuff? You know how do you meet new people? Uh, I guess I got lucky in Detroit. You know, just hang out with a couple people that I already knew beforehand, and then meeting friends of friends of friends and that kind of stuff. Seattle was a little tough because I really didn't know anybody there. People came after, and then a lot of people really left. So I really don't have that many people left back in Seattle. But then again. There's a bitter part of me about Seattle about that. I might have talked about it, but I don't remember. So, uh, but I think if I go back now, I could probably handle that situation better. Although I did get into a debate with one of the persons like, well, if the city or the place is not a fit, what does a maturity matter? Uh, I think it does matter. It's just that how you handle, uh, you know, being left alone or how you go about approaching someone without intimidating them with your full true self which is sometimes in cases like mine it might be too much to handle at once so therefore i think i now have the maturity to kind of introduce myself better and then not intimidate anyone with a harsh one-liners and a single line of hate uh so there is a there is a bit of that and then where you live uh, suburban and urban I mean it really depends on you I mean suburban is obviously Always like the best investment And whatnot financially But if you're young Like why are you making that move You're not married You don't have kids Unless you really feel comfortable And enjoy the silence and quietness Of a, a suburban life Sure go ahead But that's for you when you're 35, 40 Or when you have When you're ready to settle down And go about your life But uh, if not urban life or rural life if you want but just understand that living in those scarce sparse you know spaces in between might be good for you mentally but then don't expect anyone to come chase after you because hey that's the point of those areas like those are scattered around so that you wouldn't be found so easily so there's a trade-off right there that would be the advice uh make sure you eat the right food and then uh, make sure you keep the diet wherever you move. Just be conscious. I noticed that ever since moving back to Midwest, and I talked about it with a friend of mine too, when they're visiting, and they were like, yo, man, people are getting much more fatter as you go east of the West Coast. And the West Coast people are like way skinnier, leader. Uh, maybe it's a diet, it's a left coast thing. And then also now I notice, I, I do feel that, you know, the especially if you change a region it's a uh, vibe is really different not just being fat or any of that shit but more like hey west coast is chiller as you go it's actually true um i did have that west coast like whatever like laid back attitude kind of bring with me and then i think i do have that also i'm just like what's the rush 
there's a little bit of that. Uh, maybe I got used to after five and a half years and some years in Colorado. And then I just go like, what's it going fast? And then the funny thing is, the, the <laughs> Michigan people drive really fast. But then I'm like, at times, I don't feel like they're going fast enough. You know, when it comes to, hey, get your shit together. I don't know, maybe it's a workplace thing. Or like, hey, get your shit together. Why don't you run faster? And then lose that fucking body fat. I don't know. I never see that. Like, people are fast in the wrong things at times, I feel like. And if you go on the West, vice versa, you guys are slow at the worst fucking time possible. Like, you drive on a highway in Seattle, an I-90 or some shit. It says 55 miles an hour. You still go 45 miles an hour and then hit somebody. Is that all Asian drivers? Nah. It's like, they still haven't learned how to drive on a fucking rain, and you live their all fucking life, which I don't understand. Why are you that slow in learning how to drive? So, the complaints and hating can go both ways, you know. So, there is that. But uh, just, you know, adjust as you go. More west you go, I see the slower driving, and Hawaii becomes the worst. LA, people get stuck. That isn't the way the cities are designed in LA. It's not that good. So, there's that. There's a bit of an adjustment you might need to get used to as go more you west or east, vice versa. Personality, uh... And then the vibe, and then just the speed of things going. Um, and then, oh yeah, and people kind of talk faster too. That's another thing. And then uh, I guess that's where the intimidation factor comes in when you go from east to west. And then I'm just like, when I'm in Seattle, I kind of talk fast. And I don't know, maybe they kind of get overwhelmed and I'm like, hey, nice meeting you, buddy. And then like, you are an asshole. So, you know. Uh, I don't know. So that's how you move. <laughs> I don't know if that explained everything. Culturally, socially, driving-wise, whatever the hell you want to call it. So there's some tips right there of the life. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should do a Q&A and pull up, the, pull up the orders. You know, don't ask me why I moved where. I mean, it's all it's all life dictated on those questions anyway. I think, I think you probably, if you hear this thing, you probably know why. I moved to certain places like I did. So uh, I don't think that needs explanation. But if that needs to be covered someday, somewhere, we'll deal with that as you go. So, um, but anyways, uh, what, what else was going on? Oh, some, what was it? What was it? Uh, feedback on some of the old past episodes. Uh, number one, uh, no one's watching the Olympics, but the... Uh, people did watch apparently and i go ah again i did see that i do admit that i noticed that the by region by countries the social media presence of the olympic coverage was very very different like nbc and then all those guys did actually a pretty good job with twitter and instagram and all that showing stuff but then i just go it's mostly twitter feed and stuff like that and i i probably didn't see the same from there but the live coverage my opinion doesn't change CB does, cbc does a way better job in canada and then what nbc does because america it's more uh it's more it's more uh money driven therefore again american people run out of space and time and money so that's why johnny weir and tara lipinski have to talk their way through super 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 fucking fast um the other one what was it the samsung episode uh yeah so the android being uh <laughs> there was a news today that galaxy s6 will no longer do any monthly security update or any os upgrade it's a three-year-old device i actually recently pulled out the uh 
the S6, uh, and then I repair the phone. As I no longer work for Samsung, I'm a I'm a normal person now. And then I decided to spend what was it two any dollars, two thirty dollars or so, uh, just to you know just to repair the thing, and then I keep it as a backup phone. And then uh, and then some people are complaining about the whole. You know the OS upgrade situation. Oh, when I had an iPhone, like I got the iOS 10 and like a five-year-old device. How come Samsung can't do that? Do you really want the shitty OS experience that slows down anyway and make it unusable and to make it impossible for you to downgrade? Do you do you really want that experience? I I highly doubt it. That's just me. And also, I think three years is a pretty good lifespan. And then three years, I think you should update your phone. You're really not going to keep a phone five years or so. I mean, I saw this old phone challenge, but that was only from like phones from five, six years ago. Dude, you are not going to use that thing. So I think three years is a plain long enough. And then I think Samsung, despite the lack of speed with their OS upgrade, I think they do a decent job. And then again, I really cannot see what the real upsides are. Uh, from all the OS changes, especially since 7.1, 7.0, 7.1, and yeah, battery life. If that's your concern, hey, like it's, I don't know how much like more than stick to Nexus or the what you call it, the Pixels, because I don't know how much those uh, battery savings are there for carrier specific ones or even for you know the, the samsung specific ones and i i find samsung's graphic neater these days anyway so i don't know maybe i got brainwashed uh chase ultimate screw up i did get a feedback from a couple friends jen and tim that they had a similar not quite the same but a bad experience with the ultimate reservation ultimate uh reward reservation system with their flights now after i recorded the episode uh 74 476 78 that uh i got a call and i had a bad dm experience it wasn't a bad dm experience it's just that i didn't like the way they were answering the dm after they told me that they just needed two pieces of information uh i did get reached out but i really haven't had time to sit down and talk i finally gave a call back but they were away but then again for some damn reason i said call before three o'clock uh, they call it 3 o'clock. I said I had time between 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. They call me at 3 o'clock. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Maybe they misunderstood as 2 o'clock central without thinking about my fucking area code. And then now the lady who called, I forgot her name. She said she's away most of the week. Granted, it's an Easter long week and then stuff. That's fine. And then I will get to talk to them at some point. But the fact that they fucked up again in the time zone and then... Without thinking this through, paying $450 with the terrible sub-menus that they got, it just boggles my mind. Maybe we'll have another follow-up episode with uh, Jen and Tim about the ultimate rewards experience and just the chase experience in general. Maybe that will be the interview segment when or if when we get to get the time to do that down the road. So... Anyways, uh, you know what? I'll keep this episode short. Um, anyway, oh no, actually, there's another question that I got. Uh, how am I doing with the uh, whole time zone thing? Bad. I I really don't understand. I really don't understand why we should really have a time zone. Florida passed the fucking law. 
instead of passing the law and the fucking assault rifles after what happened in Parkland. But <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just I just find it stupid. It's a waste of time. We're spending more time in the daylight savings. No, but it's free kids. Like, fuck the kids. I don't have kids. And then, like, kids better get used to the rough things out there. Aren't we calling them enough already? Jesus Christ. So, there is that. Oh, ooh, uh, another question that I got. Uh, how is your stock doing? Uh, bad. Uh, there's some bad investments that I made. I, well, it's not a bad investment. It looks bad at the moment. I think the market has a ridiculous, ridiculous overreaction, especially around some of the tech stocks which I do not understand. So it's more of a long-term thing, more than a year. So I I am holding on to it as much as I can. I didn't spend all my cash on the stock market right now. It will be volatile for a while. And I, I expect that to continue. And do I regret about selling all the Starbucks, Nike, and Amazon by mistake? Honestly, I do not. I, I think I made a, uh, you know, looking at the... You know, sure, I would have loved to make extra $800 of Amazon stocks, but it's okay. It's not the end of the world. Like $800, I make it working hard. And then the uh, Nike, Starbucks. Starbucks has meandered into that level anyway, so I was like, eh. Nike, I mean, it goes up and down. It's been down also, but I'm like, you know, long term, I don't know how much their shoe game and all that is there uh, copying off Adidas so much. Um, CRISPR technology. Well, I'm sure I would have made more money if I waited. But as bio stocks go, they get super volatile, and then it it sunk in the recent corrections that's been happening. So, um, I really don't feel bad. Uh, I sold it above the current market levels of thirty two dollars. So, I am fine. I mean, it's not the end of the world. I, I it was more of a long term thing I was thinking about anyway. When the peaks come, take it. I'm surprised that Home Depot dropped a lot. Uh, Delta was up for a while and then came back down. You know, I'm looking at the numbers now. Facebook. Well, Facebook, that one, I, I should have sold it. I, I had an inkling in January, February. Like, you know, I think Facebook earnings time has come. I know some people bought it back and stuff. You know, I lose about $30 a share at the moment. But God damn it, I was waiting. I thought it had moment, enough momentum get, to get to 200 And I was like, I want this to get to 200 it reached 193 and then started dropping, kind of bounced, and then started dropping ever since. Because I still do believe in WhatsApp and Instagram more than the Facebook itself, despite all the scandals that's been going on right now. Um, so there is that. And then uh, so I'm going to bag hold. Uh, I still made money. So I am okay. I'm not, I'm not overly concerned. And then if... Even if I lose, I'd be like, hey, at least I didn't lose in the long picture. And then I got my money back in the overall picture. And they're like, you're a dumbass idiot, Vester. But like, you know what? At least I didn't lose all my money. I'm just, I'm just like, you know, down a little bit. So, anyways. Uh, sorry, I just got a Facebook message. I'm going to leave it there. Um, I can't, wow, this is episode 80. But um, I don't have much to say. I'm really tired. And then my voice was gone, bronchitis or something, or allergy, I don't know. So I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. And then uh, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and then uh, Google Play Music, SoundCloud. I might move from SoundCloud. I have fucking no idea. I, I really haven't had lifetime to look over this shit. 
and then uh, you know send that email if you have time a dash show at outlook.com a dash show at outlook.com and also uh, twitter what a show on one word what a show on one word and feel free to send any questions i really haven't had particular topic to talk about so i decided to ramble on a little bit today and recap on certain things that happened over the last week or so so thanks for listening and then uh keep listening have a great april damn it's april already and then uh probably talk to you next week bye bye